Hello folks, how are you? Yes, look, I'm here again to talk to you about uh, really important issues. Factors affecting uh, me. (laughs) So, yeah, as you uh, may or may not be aware at this stage, I've got a little baby. A little baby at home. Hello. Hello. She's just gone now five weeks old. She's getting close to six. We, I'm counting her life in weeks. That's how young she is. That's how small she is. It's like, happy week number seven. Soon, be very soon coming up. And then I'll be able to count her life in months. And that's because that's what parents do. You would have noticed that. They go, how old is she? Goes, oh, five weeks, six weeks. Seven. How's she? Oh, so two months, three months, four months, eight but then you get to a year. It's like, oh, she's a year. She's a year now. But after that, you go back. You go back to months again, because you haven't got year plural yet. Because you can only speak in terms of periods of time once there's more than one of them. So we, one week. She's a week. You can say she's a week old. Then you say she's a weeks two weeks old and she's two months old but then you get to a year she's like she's a year first birthday she's a year old then you have to go back to months again she's 18 months old now until she gets to two and then you can say she's two years and then after that you just use years or you just say two and a half years you can't say one and a half years old no one says one and a half years years old. Everyone says 18 months. I don't know why that is, but 18 months, I have to do the calculations of, oh, that's not quite, oh, she's a year and a half. Right, I get it, because it's 12 plus 6 is 8. That's that's how I, I have to unpack that every time somebody says it, just so I can be sure, because you don't want to put your foot in it. You don't want to put your foot in it do you no no one wants to do that uh, put your foot in what oh that's I think that saying is put your foot in your mouth I put my foot in my mouth I wonder where that saying came from I mean if you put your foot in the doggy poo on the sidewalk footpath whatever depends which hemisphere you're in No, you don't want that. But I don't think that's what that saying is referring to. So, uh, so yeah, she's a seven, six, what did I say? Six, five and a half weeks. And two, two hours sleep. What? Sorry, Adam, what did you just say? Say, speak a bit clearer. Yes, last night, two hours, two hours sleep for Adam, folks. And I've got a, I've, br- I've bright-eyed and bushy-tailed today. I've got to be. I've got to switch it on. As I do with every day of my life. That's why I've got the sparkle. I think that's a good way to describe it. I've got the sparkle. And I do have the sparkle. Oh, no, I don't mind telling it. I don't mind saying so myself. I got me the sparkle. And I think it is, they talk about the sparkle. People say it, don't they? 
like the sparkle in your eye, and then they sometimes there's a sparkle in people's in the, in the teeth, like they do in the ads for when they say you know remove the coffee stains from your teeth, and then the person smiles and it sparkles, and you're like, oh, I want that. I want glitter teeth. Hey, now that's a product. They haven't thought of that one yet, have they? There's all those whitening things you can do. Some of them corrode your enamel and then your teeth fall out. So don't, you know, user beware is my point. But no one's ever thought of doing glitter teeth, have they? Put a bit of mirror ball on your... I know people do that. They put the bling though. Well, that's that's a different thing. That's like a full-on mouth guard made of diamonds. I'm talking about just uh, an edible glitter that you can smear on. Smearable. Ah, that's that's got a bit of a ring to it too. New smearable. Your answer to glitter teeth. Smearable. I think that's what I'll call it. Because it's like smear, smear a ball. So it's like mirror ball, smear a ball. But it's smear a bull, as in it's able to be smeared. Oh, I reckon I got a bit of the marketing, advertorial. I don't know, what, what do they call those people who think of advertising stuff? Uh, adver- advertise, advertising, marketing people, marketing. Creatives. <laughs> That's what they say, don't they? You're a creative. So I got two hours of, two hours of sleep last night. Well, see, I came home late because of work. Right? Yes, for once, not because of comedy room rooms and hijinks, which I've have to sort of change my way of operating a little bit for the time being. But I think a break is as good as a holiday. And I'll hit, hit, get back on the scene and be telling me jokes. Well, I have a whole new jokes about sleep deprecation. Deprif- deprecation, that's right. But I don't know about... This is an interesting question. What about the dad jokes? I'm sipping my coffee too as I go down the road here, folks. And it's a little bit later. It's 830 on, what is it, Thursday morning, and I'm heading uh, to a different locale today for the old work, and uh, no students today, so it's got a, a chance to sort of sit back and reflect on my practice. Key word in any profession, now they don't say teaching's a profession, they say it's a vocation because you're called to it. And the other reason why they call it a vocation is because it's very close to the word vacation, and that's what teachers spend a third of their time doing. <laughs> On my, what are you doing? What are you? What are you doing? Oh, vacation. Oh, you must be a teacher. Yep. All right. Now, I am. Yes, I'm heading off. I'm, I'm, look, I'm driving through the tra- traffic, as you do, and I'm feeling okay at the moment. Fresh as a daisy, is what they say. And, I don't, and I'm looking for, and I enjoy it. I enjoy 
being out and about in the world, doing other things. I had five weeks. I had five weeks off. Five weeks at home with bubs. I mean, how how fantastic is that? So, and I miss. I still, still remember. I remember those. I remember those days. That's what I say. I remember those days. Uh, but two hours. I've got. To, I've got a. The tank is not as full today. And it happened like this. I came home late last night because of work. Simone had to do the early shift. So she was she was awake pretty much for the whole time when she, for the last week she's been asleep. So I had to come in and do the night shift. And I think I got it a bit wrong because I came home and watched a bit of TV while Bub slept, you see. No. So this is my first piece of pearly wisdom for those who need it. You can't do that. You've got to... This is my first piece of pearly wisdom. You've got to sleep when Bub's is sleeping. Now, you don't have to sleep the whole time because otherwise you'd just be asleep. You'd be worse than the greyhound. I spoke about the greyhound. Greyhound sleeps for 22 hours a day. It's crazy. And that's more or less what Bub does. In fact, Bub spends so much time sleeping, it's almost like, well, why am I tired? I should be... Even if I sleep for half the time that she sleeps, I would be recovered. But it's all little bits of sleep, isn't it? Like a jigsaw puzzle of sleep, and sleep doesn't work that way. If you're an adult, if you're a little bubs, well, you can put together five minutes here, ten minutes there, and wake up, have a feed, have a bit of a cry for no reason at all, and confuse everyone, and go back to sleep again. So, And that's what you're supposed to do. That's healthy for you, if you're a tiny little bubs. But if you're out a human being, like I am, you've got to put it all the sleep all together in one line, like one continuous thing. That's the way your recovery. That's what sleep is. Sleep is a chance for you to repair. It's like you're taking your body into the night mechanic. Mm. That's a really good way to look at it. It's like oh, I'm going to the night mechanic. But he doesn't charge you as much as a normal mechanic and he doesn't over-service. He doesn't, at the end of it, come back to you and go, oh, you should really... Look, we've got a new tyre, we balanced it for you, but you really got to change the brakes. Your front brake pads need replacing. They make you afraid that you're going to skid off the road and end up in the creek. Now, not that kind of mechanic. Imagine if that's how sleep worked. In the morning you wake up and there was a bill and notes. Uh, yeah, your sleep was uh, effective. We managed to uh, process a number of uh, confusing things that happened to you yesterday. We're by using dreams and then we did a full recheck of you of that, uh, that tight calf and we gave you a bit of a cramp. You almost woke up. 
but we, uh, we've got the circulatories operating. So that'll be $675, please. And by the way, you have to change your pancreas. No? Not your pancreas. You have to, you'll, you'll, you'll need a full prostate change. <laughs> I don't know if they change the prostate, do they? I know they cut away some of it. They can cut it away. Because it gets bigger. I don't know if it keeps growing or if it just swells. Hmm. Hard to, hard to know. But anyway. That's not how sleep works, thankfully, because it'd be very expensive because we're doing it every day. Yeah. Oh. Uh, tell me about it. So, as you, you were keenly interested in how it is that I ended up with two hours sleep. All right. Well, firstly, there's a baby involved. That's almost as much as you need to know. Secondly, my wife... She skipped a beat, had a, an exaggeratedly long, what do we call it when, when you're in a um, sort of session, it's a, a shift, that's what I was saying, yeah, night shift, yeah, it's an extra long shift, so I'm being, and I'll tell you what folks, hey, sometimes it You've got to take a bullet. And sometimes it doesn't cost you as much as you think. I was like, no. Tonight's the night where my lovey, my beautiful Simone, Simone, she gets a full eight hours. <gasps> no, Adam, no, but she's got the boobs. She has got the breasts that do swell up and do need to, mm, well, they need to release their milk. Otherwise, it leaks out. Did you know that? Now, this is a thing, another very useful piece of information, especially probably for the fellas who may or may not realise, but if baby doesn't suckle on the breast, that milk still accumulates. It still has got to go somewhere. Why don't you look at the breasts and they will look bigger, Hello, They will... And it's because it's because it's full of milk, and that milk has to go somewhere. So it doesn't. Breasts don't wait around for baby. They just it just comes out. It just comes out. Uh, I know. I know. I know. I know. So she's she had a bit of that problem this morning, but we. Deal with it. Bubs. Bubs was more or less ready to have a feed, just as Simone was kind of, just just as I was stir, I was stirring, I was stirring. I was lying in bed, and I had a big stretch and thought, that's the best two hours of sleep I've ever had. Ah, I said to myself. And then I got up. And Bubs was, yeah, she's starting the squiggly worm. She does the squirm, the squirmer worm. She's like, I need some milk. I need some milk. And Mum was like, uh, I've got plenty. 
I got plenty. And thank you very much. Bubs, by the way, thank you. So uh, when I came home, I said, Simone, go to bed. Go to bed, Simone. I said, how long do you need? She goes, well, I don't know. So in the end, she didn't set the alarm. She didn't set it. I said, I didn't want her to. And then she had a, you know, off she went to bed. And I sort of sat up. Bubs, Bubs went to sleep on the little bed that we've got for her in the lounge room. And I sat up and watched a bit of telly. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. That's the point I'm trying to say here. At that point, even though it was like still what, 10, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, you've got to give Bubs... You've got to sleep when she is sleeping, if you can. And it was a good opportunity. I could have gone to sleep. Mind you, I would have been awake again at 1.30 because that means set your clock by it for the time being. That's the other thing too. It will change. It'll change. At the moment, she feeds at 1.30, 2 o'clock. And then she wants to have another go at around 5. But that'll change. See what I'm saying? So, she was uh, num-nums. We'll call it num-nums. At 1.30, but I'd only just gone to bed sort of thing. You know, like at... I'd only just gone to bed at like uh, 1, 12 o'clock, 12.30. And I hadn't really gone to sleep before she started squirmy-wormy. Huffing and puffing she does. So, yeah. And then, of course, because she'd had a, a nice sleep, she was awake. She was awake. Just like Dad. Why is the room dark? This is boring. I'll tell you what I'll do to help help us both to be stimulated in this incredibly uninspiring environment at the moment. I will scream. I will scream. I will scream. And I was I was like, that's not, uh, that's not what I want. She didn't listen to me. So I've got coffee first thing in the morning. Usually I do the drive to work, then I have a coffee, you know what I'm saying? But no. I was straight around the corner to the cafe. In the car, before I even had a chance to set the auto temperature for the for the start of the day. So I, uh, I was uh, straight around to the coffee. Straight around. And I feel okay now. I feel all right at this moment with a very powerful sense of regret. I will have the confidence I feel now about my ability to survive the day is false. It's not real. I will suffer or I'll fall asleep in my chair. Either way, I don't mind. 
if I happen to do that, today's the day to do it because I'm not with students as such. But then, you know, and you can't wear your sunglasses in the classroom. Can you? Maybe you can. Hmm. I'll have to play around with that idea. I can't wear my sunglasses on stage. But sometimes it'd be good to do that because the lights are really bright. They are. And you can't see the audience's face. Faces. Yeah. That's, a, that's a conversation for a different time. Because this is not a podcast about how to do comedy. I could tell you some things, I suppose, at some stage. This is more about... Actually, it is about that. can be, can't it? Because it's called scatterbrained. It can be about anything. Anything that causes the brain to get a bit scattered. Like scrambled eggs. Uh, and I'll tell you, one thing that reminds me, one thing when you've got a little bubs, you want the quick and readies. The quick and the readies. But you're not... Don't get the packet... Don't put the packet food in the microwave. You know the one, the microwave? Though, mind you, there's a trend at the moment with the big supermarkets. The big providers are putting marinated, slow-cooked lamb shanks in the microwavable bags. Oh, my gosh. They are so nice. You get them on special, it's about 15 bucks. I know. Look, it's not, a, it's not a cheap meal, but it's substantial. It's substantial. And I only have one shank at a time. Thank you very much. But six minutes in the microwave. I think they've been cooked for like four or five hours beforehand, all marinated in the yummy gravy juices and all the rest of it. And then I just finish it off. Punch a hole in the bag. In the microwave for six minutes. Six minutes! Not six hours. And it comes out, oh, it's perfect. It is perfect. I've had it with roasty, roasty veggies. Mmm, yum, I love it. Anywho, the quick and readies. I mentioned scrambled of the eggs. Poach. Poach the eggs. No, no, no in the microwave. Alright, now listen, tune in. This is a really nifty little trick and it makes any egg like a two-minute noodle. I got my two-minute noodle, egg noodle. Because that's the thing, isn't it? Egg noodles. The Chinese restaurant. Egg noodles. You get your eggs, right, and you crack them into a bowl, microwave-safe bowl, obviously. Be really careful when you crack the egg that you try not to <coughs> disturb the membrane, obviously of the yolk, but also the white. The white sort of will remain a little bit contained if you're not too aggressive when you crack it open. And just let it very gently sit in the bottom of the bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now this is what they do in the cafes. They don't tell you, do they? Because it's all hush hush secret, and they and you, you go, how do they do that? Because if you ever put a poached, try to poach an egg in boiling water, sometimes the aggression of the boil, the water, the movement of the water, will upset the white, and it all becomes sort of like spider webs. That's what I've had. I've had that. I've had a spider web egg. 
But I suppose you put a name on it, you could sell anything to anyone, couldn't you? Because uh, we have scrambled eggs, we have poached eggs, maybe, depending. Um, but we have spider eggs. And people go, oh, spider eggs, that's the thing. Yeah. I make spider eggs myself. I make better spider eggs than that guy does. My spider eggs are like mostly just yolk. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not inventing a new egg. All right? What you do? You've got your microwave bowl. Microwave safe bowl. You've got your eggs sitting very gently. Break them very gently. Sit them in the bottom of the bowl. Then you go over to the tap very gently. And you put it on just a trickle. Just a trickle. And you very slowly, very gently, you fill the bowl with water just so the eggs are floating and they're still they haven't they haven't sort of been compromised you know what I'm saying they haven't separated still sort of look like they're kind of kind of still in the egg a little bit you know they've got some performance and shape to them and then you stick it in the micro now, I reckon one minute and 40 seconds first just to see that they're maintaining their shape and also it depends on how runny you want the oak to be. See what I mean? Mm. And of course, if you leave them sitting in the water once you take them out of the microwave, they will continue to cook just a little bit. But the rule is two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. And then you can literally just lift the egg out of the water with, a, with just with a tablespoon and perfectly poached. Perfectly poached egg. Still got a bit of shape. You've got no spider white. Spider whites, whites have not formed. Smash them on your piece of toast. Put a bit of pepper. A bit of avocado depending on your persuasions, if you know what I mean. Hey, hey. No, it's not a hipster joke. Don't date me. Don't give me the old Adam, come on. We've moved on, mate. No, no, no. And it's uh, the, the best way to poach the eggs, especially if you're, you know, you're at, you're at home and, and you want a bit of the cafe experience. Anyway, the quick and the readies. And that's what milk is to a baby. Really. That's what breasts are to a baby. It's a quick and ready meal. Like, it's ready. I'm here. Let's make this happen. And you can't argue with the baby. She's right. She is absolutely right. In fact, baby is very clever. She's the most... She's the cleverest one in the household at the moment. Because what she wants, she gets. What she wants, she gets. And something tells me she's going to be a bit of a looker. So she's probably always getting what she wants. One way or another. But she's going to be a nice person about it. Right? And going to work hard. You know, all those values. And qualities that I find, that I think are important I will be teaching her their importance as well so 
because that's what you do when you're a dad. Which I am. I'm a dad. I stop it. All right, that's enough of that. I don't think I have much more else to say. Oh, the two hours sleep. Yeah, that, that was that was it really, bubs. I went to bed too late. I, I stayed awake when she was sleeping. I should have had a bit of a sleep when she was asleep. She, uh, then she woke up for a feed and then kind of ummed and ahed and coughed and spluttered and sucked, drank, sucked a whole bottle, just sucked it down. Like that. I'm like, you're only, you're only five weeks old. You're not supposed to be sucking that hard on the old bottle. You've had 120, had 120 mils, which is not too bad, I suppose, but it is more than I think the size of their little tummies allows. And I'm like, but bubs, you're only five weeks. You've got to grow that tum. You've got to grow that little stomach of yours just a bit bigger first, mate. But no, no, she's like, I've got the capacity. I can do it, she says. I can do it. I'm like, all right, all right. I started adding a little bit more to the bottle at the recommendation of my sister-in-law. She said, I'll tell you what, the 90 mils, yes, that'll do the job. But I always fill the bottle to the 120. Because bubs will come back for some more. And it's true, they will have a little nib, num-nums, then detach, as they say, unlatch or something like that. They're not a, it's not, it's not, it's not a, cabinet, are they? It's not like it's a a China cabinet. So they uh, unlatch and have a little shut eye. They'll close their eyes and meditate. They'll go, oh, oh, that feed just now. You can see it on their face. You look closely at that feed just now. Bloody nice. That's some quality, quality Juice. Yeah, it's a nice. That was a. I felt very much like that was maturing overnight, and just to my specifications. It's in their face. You can see it. And then they'll say, "But wait, there's more." And then they'll wake up again, and I go, "Hey, ah, I remember. There's breast number two. Let's have a go, Mum." Come on! And then mum flips them around and then does the other side. Well, you've got to be prepared for that too if you're doing the night feed like dads should be doing. Hello? Yeah, I'm putting it on the line. Dad's out there. Take on the night feed. Do it. It's very rewarding. Half asleep, sitting in a corner of the room. With your dress, dressing gown on and slumped over like a half-shut pocket knife. Wondering what that funny noise is out the window that makes you skin crawl until you realise that it's, it's an owl. And then you realise that you don't have any owls where you live. And that's actually the noise of the purple hippopotamus that has a a light on its back with a star stencil that plays nursery rhymes 
nursery rhymes that have as their background noise uh, a whole catalogue of nature inspired audio and then suddenly a whale will be crying out in the middle of ring a ring a rosy what's what's with the whale the whale noise the purple hippopotamus does a fantastic whale noise that has to be said and I suppose when you think about it like hippopotamuses are underwater so you know there's a very loose association there but it's a great pacifier this it's a toy and it sits next to the bassinet and you just turn it on and it tells stories and plays music and nature sounds so sometimes I'll forget what's real and what's not obviously we don't have whales outside the bedroom window is my point Uh, we do have owls though don't you but we don't think we have the hooty kind they don't hoot they just sit very still in the tree and they wait for the insects to come whizzing by and then they swoop down like silent avengers I don't know why I said adventure. I think I've got Marvel on the mind. That's what the problem was last night. Up late at night watching the old Marvels, wasn't I? Yeah, not a good idea, Adam. Doesn't work, mate. But anyway, my point is this. That uh, you've got to have that little bit of reserve. Put that little bit of extra in the bottle so that when she comes back for that second bite of the cherry... But she's entitled to do. She's a, she's the bubs, not you. Then, you've got a little bit extra there you can give her. And don't don't be afraid to use the dummy. Don't be afraid. So I think that that now that, is everything you need to know for today. Uh, my name's Adam Jacobs. Look, I've, I'm a new dad, and I appreciate you going on the journey with me. Uh, also get out and about and I tell the jokes and I'm probably going to at some stage think very seriously about writing a new show it's probably going to be called Scatterbrained and it's probably going to have some stuff about being a dad and uh, some stuff about all other stuff as well and I'm going to talk about other stuff too it's just that right now look hey come on little baby at home she's six weeks old what else am I going to talk about come on now Deep breaths. Deep breaths, Adam. Till next time, folks. Bye.